Hello humans, hello humans. Closer to noon now. Heading outbound again. Got my chores done, had my meetings. And everything went eh, fairly well. No problems really. Which is good. We've had a shitload of them. Problems, I mean. Anyway, I wanted to talk about um, uh, Antarctica and uh, stuff, right? So, um, if one buys into the um, uh, the physical uh, sciences construct put on us by the Elohim worship cult, by the um, Jewish domination of the sciences uh, because of organizational trickery, not because of... Um, uh, intelligence or creativity or any of that, but if you buy into the uh, the paradigm that's being offered by the Elohim worship cult, then you're into the world of grit. Okay, so all of the Elohim worship cult, all the Jewish physicists, all of these guys all deny uh, consciousness creating matter. Okay, they all go to the other idea that if you get enough grit, if you get enough matter together in the appropriate way and you glom it all together, it will become conscious, okay? The consciousness will emerge from matter, which is uh, actually the Luciferian idea of things, right? I mean, it's the uh, Azarel, okay? That's the real name of... Um, Satan of the of the last of the um, Elohim that occupied the role of um, Satan uh, was this guy Azrael, okay, sort of like Israel only with A Z. Um, anyway, so that is their idea that if you get enough grit together, you can get consciousness out of it if you only mush it together in the appropriate way, which of course is horseshit. Doesn't work that way. We live in an ontologically created materium. Uh, within an ontologically created universe um, that literally uh, comes from consciousness. So if you look at it, so these are diametrically opposed ways of viewing our reality. And the uh, Jewish construct of grit does not work. You can't, um, you can't create life out of grit. We've been trying. It's all this Frankenstein kind of idea that you put enough electricity into a, a pile of matter and you can get it to be alive. And you can't. It just does not work that way. And in fact, this, um, this view of reality is what cripples our science. And it, and it truly cripples our ability to deal with um, uh, things that are alive, to understand how life works and stuff. And you're never going to grasp the, um, I hate to say it, the, the mechanistic, it's really biologic, uh, components of how universe and the materium and everything works if you think it's all grit. Okay, so in grit world, time is off somewhere as a dimension. Really stupid shit. Um, anyway, so the grit guys... Uh, so, Carrie Cassidy is a grit guy, okay? She's of the opinion that you can, uh, the human genome can be easily melded with some other species, which is horseshit. If that were the case, we would have hybrids all the fuck everywhere just because of the nature of humans. We would be um, creating new life in fantastic arrays just to please our, our egos and our imaginations. 
and we're not. We're not able to create life. We can't do hybrids. You know, we can barely get near um, uh, near members of the of the same clade, like lions and tigers, to mate and actually produce offspring. Right. So, uh, so we really, truly are not operating in the um, world that is the the understanding of the um, of the Elohim. It, it, it's that whole thing is just bogus. Now, maybe the Elohim worship cult knows it's bogus and they're just putting it out for the goy uh, and they don't actually believe it themselves and they're doing stuff on their own, you know, uh, with an ontological viewpoint of reality, but I doubt it. I think these guys actually believe this grit shit and that's why we're, we've been stymied for over a hundred years with, you know, uh, dirty Einstein covered with grit trying to say it's all relative. Um, all right, so because we don't live in a grit universe that can be uh, glutarated until it becomes conscious, uh, because that is the case, because we have a diametrically opposed view of, of actual reality that we're operating under in this in this paradigm, we're not able to do all kinds of stuff, right? It really stymies us. Anyway, so um, there's so much we don't understand. There's so much that's been hidden from us. All of our history has been destroyed and uh, a fake history put in its place. So basically, all of the Elohim, everything they've done, including the religions they created, are fake. Okay, so um, Judaism is a religion where if you sacrifice to the gods and you praise the gods enough, they will, will have favor to you and your life won't be suffering. All right, their gods are just such egoists. These Elohim, you got to praise them all the time. You know, you got to stroke their egos; otherwise, they're going to get angry and kill you, because they have no emotional control, basically. Um, all right, so Judaism is a Stockholm syndrome, uh, uh, or masquerading as a um, as a religion and a culture. Christianity and and uh, Islam are one step removed from that, and they still worship the Elohim. Christianity, all the New Testament, is very likely was none of those words or none of those stories ever happened to an individual named Joseph or Jesus, all right? It appears to be, there's lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of evidence, insurmountable uh, amounts of um, evidence, especially linguistically, that go to the idea that um, the... Uh, that Jesus' sayings and stories and stuff were created by the Romans, created by the Elohim worship cult, uh, that because of the rejection of Judaism, and uh, they created this um, new religion uh, to get them over some certain specific hurdles in their grander plan, and so they created Christianity and they wrote up, um, you know, plagiarized a bunch of Plato, and um, a few other people and said that this guy Joseph uh, had said them, right? And so the stories are, are just that. They're stories. They're made up. They're fake, right? Um, the reports in the Bible of an individual by the name of Joseph being crucified, that kind of stuff is, is factually believable, right? I mean, it was a report of a historical stuff. They actually say in the, in the um, original source material that they... Uh, 
that they tricked Pontius Pilate and they gave this guy Joseph a drug that made him appear dead. And so Pontius Pilate says, what? He died after only six hours? What a weak Messiah or what a weak fellow, right? And it was because he was because he was used to people hanging on for two and three days before they died. Anyway, so they give the body to the, they stab him to make sure he's dead. They give the body to the uh, cultists and they don't, don't think about it. The cultists stick the body into a tomb and then a bunch of people roll the rock in front of the tomb and it's eventually uh, recorded that the rock was rolled away and um, uh, Jesus was retrieved from the tomb by two of the Elohim. Okay, because Jesus was one of their GMO guys. They wanted him for uh, genetic material. And so they get him near dead, and they, they haul him off to the Gons, these two very large Elohim that were able to move the circular stone in front of the tomb. They uh, frog-marched Jesus out, out of the tomb. He was not dead. They, he, uh, they had him gripped underneath his, um, his arms, one on each side. These guys are about seven feet high. They're, they're the um, angels. And then they pick him up, they take him over to a place, and then they are uh, picked up by a UFO. And off they go. And so, <laughs> so um, our view of reality is, is uh, weirdly distorted, okay? And so it was later that all of this shit was written about uh, in the terms of the Talmud, it was written hundreds of years later uh, about the Torah. We also have all of the Greek um, writings of the New Testament. And here's here's where it gets really tricky. If you look into the, the Flavians and the Dionysus cults, you see all that kind of stuff is replicated in Christianity. And these are the Flavians and the, the Dionysus, Dionysians, uh, pre-existed Christianity uh, by up to about 500 years. Um, so um, the Christianity, the, the New Testament and everything that we're presented with did not originate as people will tell you that that book says it originated because it didn't. And then there's these, this other aspect. The Greek that they used in the source material and the in uh, okay, so the Greek that they used within the source material for the New Testament is is like bad Greek, okay? It actually has uh, hints in it that it was translated out of Latin into Greek just because of the way that the, the Greek syntax was uh, constructed. So there are actual uh, linguistic clues that what you're being presented is not the, the way things went down. All right, so this relates to Antarctica, oddly enough, right? Because all of our history is bogus, uh, has been faked for one group's reasons or another group's reasons, and then there's the Elohim involved, right? Who the fuck knows what their goals are? But we know that they've been GMOing on humans for a while. Anyway, uh, we find that all of our leaders go down to Antarctica all the fucking time. John Kerry goes down there on the day that uh, Trump gets elected because they thought it was going to be Hillary and they couldn't believe that she lost because they had rigged everything. But, um, so the people go down to Antarctica all the time and it's like, well, why? 
what the fuck is down there? Obviously, we all think it's not a what, but a who. That there's somebody going on down to receive some kind of instruction, all right? So are they going down and talking to what we would call an angel? Who knows, right? They're going down and talking to somebody, and I doubt that somebody's human. Not if they're living down in Antarctica, they wouldn't find that very pleasant. Maybe there's pleasant areas under the ice. But, um, so we've got all kinds of uh, bullshit stuff coming out about Antarctica. Um, infiltrating into the, uh, the woo people, the conspiracy theorists, and so on. And um, much of it is um, uh, bullshit. So they're absolute bullshit coming out, people making up stories and the whole thing. Now, on the other hand, there's all kinds of weird shit that, that governments are doing down there and uh, doing down there under the name of science, and mostly it's weapons construction, in my opinion. Uh, so there's probably reasons for that. So we got to look into that aspect of it too, is that, you know, there may really be solid and serious reasons uh, for um, pro-human activities uh, to be doing things uh, in a secret fashion, given our current state of affairs. In other words, we can't be open about our activities of building anti-Elohim weapons when the Elohim uh, have control of so much of Earth. We've got to be um, surreptitious about it, right? We've got to be a little sneaky. And so our sneakiness um, leads to the idea, leads to this um, environment in which we get all these conspiracies theories showing up. That, and on top of that, the, um, uh, the fake uh, history, the fake religions, and, you know, all of this kind of shit from the uh, Elohim worship cult constantly spewing that shit out in their efforts to control everybody because they were told by the Elohim that they were the chosen ones and um, were to rule over the human herd and harvest us for the uh, use by the Elohim. And, and that's basically the structure of our planet. At, a, at the highest possible level, you can say that right now that, that's a fairly accurate uh, description of humanity that a small group of humans, less than 1.156% of humans, the Jews, have been told that they rule the rest of the herd as um, managers for absentee owners. Now, those absentee owners may not be all that absent, okay? There's, no, there's stuff, there's statements in the Torah that in 70 AD, when the um, Romans invaded Jerusalem and took it over, uh, all the Elohim left. And the Elohim uh, put in their gun in their UFOs and were flying off, and then someone opened up a window or something, or they turned on a speaker, and everybody in Jerusalem heard, in Etruscan, they heard uh, them say, not Hebrew, but they in Etruscan, they heard them say, and now the Elohim leave this place. And... Um, they were basically saying, you know, bye guys, we're gone. Well, we don't know where they went though. Okay. So they may have gone to Antarctica. That's, that's my supposition has been for decades and decades and decades that there is a, a control structure set up in Antarctica that's been there for fuck all ever and is, um, uh, very likely a control structure that was engineered and created by the Elohim. 
and that, you know, maybe they live under the ice. I don't know what the situation is. Um, there's, okay, so um, it, it gets real complicated once you start analyzing the woo stuff. So as a rule, as a uh, um, operating principle, I don't accept any of this shit that comes spewing out of these uh, UFO uh, people, these UFO cultists and all of that. That's why I find myself always fighting, uh, you know, buttheads like Corey Good and, and uh, flat earth people like uh, this uh, Phil Godlewski guy and then the, the really um, deluded uh, hyper-Christians, you know, um, like uh, uh, Dustin Nemos and Bo Polney, right? Uh, it's fine that they're Christians. I don't have a problem with that, but, you know, they're, they're spewing out things that are not factually correct. And so I, I you know, I take umbrage at, at technical inaccuracies unless we just say, okay, we're going to have a loose conversation here and it's not going to be necessarily technically correct, but it would be um, an analog trying to get across a concept or an idea. That's okay. Otherwise, if you're going to discuss this stuff, you know, you got to, got to, be prepared for me to ask a, a lot of very penetrating questions as to how you arrived at certain conclusions. Anyway, so we've got um, people going down to Antarctica for no fucking reason at all that anybody can see, uh, you know, splashing around in a kayak with um, whales and stuff in the, in the uh, freezing temperatures and, and so on is not uh, usually what you would think of is these politicians deciding that that's their next vacation. So, uh, so they're, so the supposition is at the conspiracy level that they're being instructed to come down and, and receive their, their orders, their marching orders. And that may well be the case. If that is the case though, they're, um, they're visiting somebody that uh, wants to have that personal interaction. Now, I think that, that they want to have that personal interaction for a very specific reason, which is they want to smell the person that they're dealing with. That's the way the Elohim work. They've got massive hypothalamus and are really, really, really keyed in on smells, and it tells them so much, just like dogs. Um, but anyway, and also because they want to psychically probe you, Right, and that also is a function of the hypothalamus, is the uh, production of psychic energy and the and the use and control of it, and they can cannot do that remote. So they could, um, you know, uh, have an, have you dial in and talk to them by way of a um, computer screen, but you're not going to believe they're a space alien off of a computer screen, right? And uh, contrary to uh, the bullshit that's being put out by Kerry Cassidy and, and uh, you know, all of these other guys that say that they can teleport and instantly appear and all of that. So we have, uh, which is bullshit, that, that stuff doesn't happen these days. We have reports of, of the um, Elohim appearing suddenly to individuals in the Torah and uh, ancillary books and uh, the Zohar uh, the Quran and a few others. Okay. But the descriptions of the, of that occurrence in those, in those volumes is not as though they had teleported, just that you're suddenly aware of their, their presence. So because of the nature of the Elohim being able to fuck with your mind, they could be standing right next to you, uh, sweating profusely, causing all kinds of problems on the floor and you wouldn't know it because they could just tell your mind that you don't see anything over here. 
and you wouldn't see anything over there because they could control your perceptions at that level. Um, and so your sensory apparatus would be lying to you because part of your brain would not be interpreting it correctly. And so there could be a big ass Elohim over there. And then all of a sudden they changed their uh, psychic um, output and you become aware of them as though they suddenly popped into existence when in fact they had not. You were just totally sensorily um, unaware of everything that was necessary for them to become or to get into your presence. So the um, these idea of portals and all of this kind of stuff, people that are, are spouting that off are grit guys. Okay, they're they're coming from the idea that uh, consciousness could pass through um, energy, uh, you know, like black holes and stuff. And by the way, they've just <laughs> there's a bunch of scientists say, oh, dudes, you know, the black hole that you guys think exists in the galactic center doesn't exist. We can't find any any um, existence of any black holes anywhere, and there's no dark matter, and there's no dark energy. These are also um, fantasies coming out of grit world from the, um, from the Jewish grit understanding of physics, which is 100% wrong. It's 180 degrees out of whack. We, we live in an ontological world, not a grit world. And so their view of everything is just totally skewed. And if you listen to them, your, your view of the and understanding of reality is going to be wrong as well. And so you'll come up with these weird-ass ideas that, you know, like there's portals opening every fucking place and people are just popping in and out of them all the time. It's like, okay, uh, but we can't do any energy math that suggests that those are possible. And there's no evidence for it. So if you had a portal, if someone was fucking around with reality at that level, they would have to necessarily use energy of some form. Even if you believed in a grit world where, where the idea that you could go through a black hole is would be feasible, that's, that's only in, under, in Einstein grit understanding that such a thing could happen. But even if that were the case, you would have to acknowledge that the opening of that portal would mean the, the introduction of vast quantities of energy into our local ecosystem to create and open and hold that portal, no matter where the fuck it went to, right? And so that intrusion of energy would be perceptible and palpable. We'd be able to measure it. All of a sudden, the Schumann resonance would go fucking batshit because of the um, intrusion of energy, uh, you know, uh, uh, at that mall in Miami. All right. So you would see uh, corresponding, if it were factual, and there was a portal there, you would see corresponding shifts in uh, the Schumann resonances somewhere. Now, there, it's not a single resonance. The Schumann resonance is a spectrum, a band. And, and there's all these various different frequencies going off all the fucking time. And so we'd be able to see it. Uh, you'd be able to record that, man, look at that huge giant uh, introduction of energy into the local Miami area would certainly, certainly affect all of the Schumann residents uh, for the whole planet. It's just the way it works. Um, not going to go into the waveform and how it goes up to the ionosphere and all of that kind of crud. Anyway, though... So your your the the um, the paradigm under which you're operating, ontological versus grit, is going to provide you with um, 
uh, a level of guidance and it's going to ex exclude from your view everything that is not possible in that in that narradigm. And so the the uh, Elohim narradigm is really fucked because it's 180 degrees out of whack and it's wrong on almost all these particulars. Uh, but because people have been told this in school and accept this that it, that this is the understanding and shit works this way, they will come up with the, all these batshit kind of things like portals and, you know, um, hybridization with humans and, you know, all of this sort of thing that we can be merged with greys or, or, you know, that, that kind of a deal. Anyway, um, in Antarctica, I do, do suspect, all right, so I suspect there's something down there. This something is an attractant to political animals, whether it's um, John Kerry or whether it's Juan uh, O'Saban, right? Um, Wayne Willett, uh, who's not JFK Jr. Um, there's there's an attractant down there. I suspect it, it shades, my, my suspicions shade over towards the idea that it's a space alien and further that it is one of the Elohim, uh, you know, that was just left here in the Gons under Antarctica. Uh, that, I think, is very, very probable that there's something along those lines occurring down there. Is Wano Saban going to go talk to the alien? I don't know. He doesn't want anybody else talking about aliens because of the impact that it has on Christians. Once you bring up the idea that as a Christian, uh, you know, all of the Jesus sayings may be 100% lies, fake, and created by the Roman Fabians and the uh, Dionysus' cult, uh, and that, that there, the uh, Old Testament is 100% badly translated to create a fake impression off of the original text of the Torah, and that there is no mention of God at all in the Old Testament, and that the mentions of God in the New Testament might just simply be, and, and in fact, there's evidence that they're simply a um, fabrication, that they just created these things out of whole cloth in order to build a, uh, a new religion because they had some real problems with um, uh, Judaic religion and this idea of um, uh, redemption through sacrifice. And that was the, the big point. That's why they had to abandon Judaism as a mass religion or as a religion for the masses. Uh, and so they come up with Christianity at that stage. And then later on, we get Islam. Now we've, we've got uh, the Chinese, uh, the CCP, have declared Islam is a mental illness. And, uh, and they're starting to, and this was a couple of years ago, and then they started acting on it. And they, um, now they're tearing down mosques. Well, hey guys, guess what? The CCP now has in their central committee the consideration that Judaism is a mental illness. And so they're going to start, you know, hopefully within a couple of years, they'll start tearing down the synagogues. Um, this is a real touchy thing because so many of the CCP are Jews. Uh, it's really tricky when you get into, you know, uh, the impacts there and who's, who's doing what and so on. All right, so I got people here at my house. And I've got to do some stuff here, so hang on. Okay, anyway, though, so I've got to go here. There's people, I don't know if they're stalkers or what the fuck. Uh, anyway, so I'll talk to you guys later, but I think 
they're down there looking at um, uh, and talking with space aliens because the space aliens need to have you in their presence in order to put these uh, psychic impressions on you. So, you know, I'm a little sketchy on uh, 107. I don't think he's a bad guy or anything, but I don't trust his conclusions on things because he's a grit dude. You know, he comes from that, that world. Um, anyway, uh, so that's, that's it for now. I got to get out and deal with these people and see what the fuck's going on. All right. Talk to you later.